Hello and welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. And the two of us today, we're going to have a bit of a, a ramble. It's just the two of us, isn't it? Just the two of us, yeah. It's just, are we recording, Sue? Yes. Avoid legal snacks by telling people they're being recorded. Greg. Sue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with being recorded. This is okay. This is okay. We're going to leave the uh, details of Bank Heist until later when we're not recording, right? When we're not recording, yep, absolutely. But on that note, if anyone wants to join us on a Bank Heist, please get in touch at our new website. <laughs> there we go. Absolutely. Quick, we quick plug. Without anyone knowing, dot com. Mm. I mean, really, it's, it's conversationsonkarate.com. Check yeah. it out. It's really good. Sue's done most of the work. Well, all of the work. So, have a look. Send Sue a nice message. Yeah, say well done, Sue. Although yeah, well I still have It's I great. Haven't, I haven't uploaded all of the um, podcasts yet, but um, I think I'll be able to get those done soon. Mm. I can I can tell you how it's done, Greg, and you can learn too. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I need to update the cartoon as well. Um. Yeah, you do. You do. I'm just finish, just... I'm finishing off something else at the moment, which is taking a very long time. Yeah? Mm, I'll send it to you. It's a comic book thing, but I'll send it oh, to you. Brilliant. brilliant. Is it the one that you sent me an initial sketch of? Yeah. Where did I send it? I'll have a look. Facebook? I think so. Conversation with some karate guys where we talk about art. Greg's a very good artist, by the way, everybody. I'm really not. I'm average at best. He really is. Uh, and everyone should know that he is... Um... <laughs> what? <laughs> free to shut me up. But he is available to uh, take commissions oh. at uh, £200 a time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep it simple, though, people, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, he's very flattering because the cartoon of me, I really don't look very like so thank you <laughs> uh, I haven't I haven't sent you this one but I'll send it to you now yeah okay it's not finished but it's on the way that was Sue's phone from me oh my god it says taking a while oh that's really good thank you that's clever okay you're going to really enjoy this I think I could safely say that it's super. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well done. Let's get to this. Yeah. What else was super recently? Here's a segue. Israel Adesanya's fight with Paolo Costa. Paolo Costa. Paolo Costa. It was a... I messaged you after I said it was a striking masterclass. It was. It was unbelievable. Um, for those who haven't seen it or don't follow MMA, uh, Israel Adesanya, this was his 100th professional combat sports fight. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, 100th win in combat sports, which is insane when you think about it. I think he's 100 wins and six losses overall. Really? Which is mad. And obviously he's undefeated in the UFC mm -hmm. or M MMA in general, 20 to zero which is yeah. impressive it's impressive yeah um 
but yeah, we said on we would on training Thursday we said it was going to be power versus technique and precision. Yeah, well, you said that. It was. Well, I said we, that. You yeah. said that. Yeah. Um, and it surprised me because Costa's normally someone who, you know, barges forward with heavy shots, lots of aggression, a bit like you, Sue. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that wasn't really the case. But yeah, Izzy played a very smart game. He did. Mm. He did. He was. Um, he was definitely waiting. But I think. Paolo was trying to goad him quite a lot, wasn't he? He was trying to say, hey, you're just standing there like... Yeah, which I, I don't know if you've seen afterwards, the, 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 the post-fight press conferences in Israel was like, he just fights human punching bags. He just wants me to stand there and run at him. He's like, why would I do that? Why would I play yeah. his game? I'm going to play my game, which is, I'm just going to wait for you to make a move and then I'm going to just pick you off. Because that's exactly what he did. He did. He tore that front leg up, something crazy. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't, doesn't look like much at the time when you're looking no, at it. No, it doesn't look like much, but you can see the bruises straight away. Every single shot that landed was just yeah, nasty. Yeah. It's, think, it's really clever in that he took him apart like that. He hurt his leg over and over yeah, and over again. Yeah. And every time Costa tried to engage, he just... His, his counter-punching on the retreat was unbelievable. I remember there was one... There was one time where I think it was Costa threw a leg, a, a kick of his own, managed to get him up against the cage for a split second. Mm. And Israel just did, I think it was like two or three body hooks followed by a hook to the head and then rotated out. And it was just, it was unbelievable. Mm. It was a great performance. It was. He didn't even look really like he was trying that much. No, he wasn't. It, that, it looked, he made it look easy. Good. And, um, and as well, they didn't like each other. No. Which, which makes it, you know, if, if, you're, if you're fighting with someone, even in a fight like that, I'd imagine someone that you get on with and you respect, that kind of, um, I don't know how, how to word it, like not fear, but intimidation of the person probably isn't there as much as if it's someone who you know is really going to try to get, like they don't like you. Mm. And they really don't like each other. And he still, he just played a game with him and took him apart. He did. Mm. Well he done, did. Izzy. Yeah, seriously, well done, Izzy. It was good. Yeah. So I think I think they've said his his next fight's going to be the winner of Whitaker and Cannoneer. Um, oh right, yeah, yeah, of course. We well, beat Whitaker already. There's not many people left for him really now. In that division, he's clearing it out. He is. Play. He is. Yeah. He's also um, he's a funny guy. I like his I like his strategies. I like how he feels. Really, he's a nice mixture of um, cockiness, yeah, confidence, yeah, self understanding mm-hmm. as well. So he's cocky, but he's not. He's not swaggering around saying I am the best that there ever was. I will beat absolutely everybody. I think no. he's saying I will. I work harder than everybody. I will yeah. try everybody. I will do everything it takes. Mm-hmm. He's confident yeah. in his ability. He really is. Um, and rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very yeah. It was a great performance. I've watched it numerous times, and yeah, we talk a lot about the differences between self-defense and fighting. But when you're that good at fighting, 
if you if you get all the other you know the non-physical self-defense stuff down blah 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 all that the ability to see targets and precisely land perfect shots like that yeah is is unbeatable mm. even in self-defense yeah yeah and the ability to get the measure of your opponent what they're yeah. likely to do mm-hmm. to be able to see something coming that isn't being telegraphed very much yeah, yeah. yeah. phenomenal and to be fair he started that fight days ago before the fight as well as soon as they ran they, they ran each, into each other in the hallway and he said how he, he put his hand on his shoulder to feel how solid he was feeling to get the the feel of him he started that fight way before they stepped into the cage yeah he tested super handshake. clever yeah, yeah he tested his handshake as well mm-hmm. and i love that he said because some people try and crush your hand to show you how hard they are mm. um you know and that never works when someone does that you know they're they're trying to impress you or mm-hmm. dominate you in some way yeah that's always quite a big giveaway <laughs> yeah so yeah well done izzy yeah very nice oh and the thing i i I heard him say he got rid of his pink hair he said yes did you hear that i heard this that was genius yeah it was it was because we've we've talked about this many times in class the idea that if you keep hold of somebody you know where their head is it's important Mm -hmm. to always know where someone's head is so that you can attack them properly or defend Mm -hmm. yourself against them properly or whatever um, so he said in the press conference, I got rid of my pink hair because partly because my father said to, and it was his idea. And that was that if I hurt him and he can't see properly, he will still be able to see my pink hair, mm. which will tell him where my head is. Mm-hmm. So I got Brilliant. rid of it. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> he's covered every base. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, he's, um, yeah, he's the real deal. He is. Mm. He is. And he's a kickboxing background, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not- yeah. I'll um I'll link some stuff in the description of some he he's got his a YouTube channel. Um and he's making a documentary. They've been making the documentary since he started in the UFC. Yeah. So they film everything. And um there's bits and pieces of it that come out, but I think they're working towards just one mammoth documentary when he finishes his career. Oh, wow. which will show his whole career which will be really good but there's some really good stuff up of his training and where he trains it's really good so i'll link some stuff in the description i know i've asked you this before i can't remember if i've asked you this on the podcast before so this might be a really daft question okay i don't know <laughs> it could well be all right but it seemed to me that paulo costa and, and again, I really don't know that much about all of this, but it seemed to me that Paolo Costa abandoned everything that he was really good at. Or he left a lot of what he was really good at, which, like you say, is powering in with really powerful shots. And it seemed like I was expecting him to do at least some of that. And it seemed like he didn't do the things that he was really good at. No, and people have said that as well. It was the same when, one, well, you know, the Romero fight was worse, but, you know, it was Romero's pretty much final chance to get a title shot and he did it i mean he stood still for the first two rounds pretty much and costa sort of you know said to israel before was like oh you're running away why did you keep running yeah he's trying to like and, um, the game. yeah it's not israel's not the kind of fighter to go in and face you head on that's not what he does and why would you against someone 
like Costa didn't do it. So yeah, I don't know what he was playing. He didn't. He tr- he tried a few kicks more than anything. His boxing didn't really come into it. No. But you know, having said that, it it there was one point, like I said, where he got Israel up against the cage. And that's normally what he does is he presses people towards the cage. And when they're up against the cage, he just starts unloading. Yeah. And he just rotates left to right, left to right. So whatever way they turn, if they turn towards the left, they're getting eaten with a hook. If they turn towards the right, they're getting eaten with a hook. And as soon as he started to do that to Israel, Israel immediately broke out and countered. So I don't know whether it was Israel just got into his head that bad. I don't know. We'll have to get him on the podcast and ask him. I would so love that. <laughs> Yeah, one day. If yeah, anyone listens, if any one of the three of you that listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all yeah. our favourite, by the way. Yeah, all you're of... all our favourite. We, you know, if either of you know Israel or Costa, <laughs> hit them up and say, Greg and Sue want to talk to you. Yeah, I'd love to hear what he has to say. Mm. Genuinely. Love to hear what he has to say. Absolutely. Yeah, there's been some McGregor controversy as well. I don't know if you saw that. He released some private messages from him and Dana White about fighting, and now he's boxing Manny Pacquiao. I didn't. Apparently, see, I didn't see kick off, but I heard. I saw some of the press conference between uh, that Dana White gave. Yeah. When he was questioned about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was saying that that's some, you know, that was a private conversation between you know, people who know and respect each other and he's just, he's broken the code, basically, yeah. disrespecting that privacy. So he, it felt to me like Dana was just done with Connor for doing that. That was just a, a really... I can't see it, to be really honest. ...out of order thing to do. So who's he planning to box? Manny Pacquiao. In, apparently in December, in the Middle East, is the rumour. Whether so, that happens or not, I don't know. I've not heard of, I'm sorry, I've not heard of him. I'm going to let you look him up, Sue, after this is done. And the next time you can, yeah, give us your opinions. He's great. Is he? Yeah. Very, very good. Okay. Yeah. So whether that happens or not, I don't know. So has Conor McGregor now just decided he doesn't want to do MMA anymore? Or is he just interested? these, these, These messages he put out... They kind of show him pressing, like, when can I fight? I want to fight. I wanted to fight this year. I wanted to do back-to-back fights. I haven't had a fight yet. And it kind of shows him saying, I want to fight Justin Gaethje. When can we do this? Or I want to fight. How about Diego Sanchez? I just want to fight. And there was nothing for him. So now he's kind of said, look, if they don't want me, then I'll go and box somewhere. And I'll make money doing that. Okay. So, you know, it's all the same. It's going to be... You know, the next time McGregor comes back, I mean, he returns to the octagon again for the biggest pay-per-view in history. He's going to fight someone, I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah. He'll get his ass kicked. That's my, that's my prediction. If he does that, he'll get his ass kicked. I mean, he would against Manny Pacquiao, I think. Yeah. I mean, he got, yeah, he got beat by Floyd Mayweather pretty bad. I think this will be pretty much the same. Okay. That's the prediction. That's the prediction, yeah. Don't put your mortgage on it, because we really don't know, but you never know. Might be worth 50p. Mm. Might be a 50p bet there. Mm-hmm. If you are so inclined. 
you're feeling good, maybe stretch it to a pound. <laughs> betting shops let you bet 50 pence. I thought I have a feeling it is a minimum bet of one pound. I have no idea. I don't think I've ever, I think I've maybe been to a betting shop once in my life. I, I kind of do a biannual, as in every two years, trip to the betting mm. shop. And that's when I connect the, um, the thought of all the Grand Nationals on mm. uh, with um, having enough time to figure out what's on before I go and give them like three pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I just, a friend of mine, he, uh, my, my friend at work, he won just over a grand the weekend. Really? Betting on betting on football, yeah. Wow. I was like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> it was like a really cheap bet as well. It was like the most ridiculous kind of like accumulator, and it somehow came in. Yeah, <clears throat> I never. I, if I yeah, I don't go into betting shops. I I kind of find a bit weird in there. You just walk in and there's all kind of like the same three people sat at like virtual machines. Yeah. It's not. It's not like that on Grand National Day. No, it's no, no. Jam packed with people yeah. like you going. What do I do? Where yeah. do I write it? I've never been in here before. Look at the lights. It's amazing. <laughs> so, like I say, it's like an annual event or a biannual event. <laughs> mm. I just use my phone if I bet anything. <laughs> right. just, yeah, I'll just download a betting app, put some money in, and there we go. Oh, that looks good. Oh right. Yeah. I've never done that. Have you not? No, oh god, yeah. no, because no, because I don't pay attention to enough things to to um to get into that into it. But it was a sweet thing years ago, many many years ago. My granddad was um in a nursing home. Mm. He'd always been a fan of horse racing and um football, and so for a period of time, um this was before apps were really a thing. Um, we did telephone betting. I would go and oh, see yeah. him once a week and we'd put the telly on in his room and he would tell me what he wanted and I'd put my phone on speakerphone and I would place bets with him and watch the sports. Oh, that's good. It was the sweetest thing. It was. Yeah. Nice. It. it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. It was something I could do, you know, that he enjoyed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Not encouraging everyone to encourage their elderly relatives <laughs> to take up betting. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Just in general, I'm not encouraging anyone to take up betting. It can be very addictive, guys. So yeah, be no, careful. It's, if it's not your thing, definitely don't do it. Yeah. But, um, what is it? When the fun stops, stop. That's what they say, <laughs> isn't it, on the radio, I think? Yeah, I don't envy anyone who has an issue with that. That's no, hard. definitely not. So anyway, moving away from all of that, what should we yeah. do? We've been, shall we talk about what, what training has been like? So we're going back to training and and stuff like that now. Yeah, let's do it. Is that too depressing for me? Let's do it. <laughs> What's it been like for you? Because you've, yeah, I think you've probably trained a hell of a lot more than I have. I did a lot of online training. You did, um, yeah. Les Les Booker did some um, virtual classes. Yeah, and I liked that um, because I got to know Les just a tiny bit online. Mm. Through his, um, he does a, a Facebook page called um, Karate for Mental Health. Yeah, I really like Les. He's got some really, really good stuff. He has got some really good stuff. He shares prolifically. He's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's very much of the mindset of train, do it in a way that feels good for you, all of that kind of stuff. So I'd seen him 
sharing online. So when he said he was offering classes, I decided to do that. But I liked it because they were at a set time. Mm -hmm. So I literally could attend class. Um, but they've gone because he's back in class. He's classes, back in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in his regular classes. So and we're back now doing outdoor classes twice yeah. a week, weather permitting, yeah. for one yeah. hour. And it, it is nice to be back. It's nice to see everyone. That, that, uh, to be honest, I think that's what I've missed more than anything is is the just seeing everyone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's good to be back. We can't do a great deal. No. In terms of, but you know, well, a lot of like we've said before, a lot of good functional keyhole training, which is what we've been trying to transition over to anyway. So it's a lot of time spent working on that. Yeah. Which means when we do eventually get back to other things, that will kind of be ingrained in everyone's mind so it's good in that respect i think if um if anyone wonders what that that looks like if you um have looked at any of andy allen's um yeah. short h i i t i still yeah. remember what that stands for high intensity training a uh, high intensity interval training thank you that's the one um it's, it's that kind of thing it's just like short yeah. drills you don't necessarily need focus mitts um right. you don't need a partner you don't need a heavy bag but you can use them on those things if mm -hmm. you have them that's fine and if you have a training partner in your bubble you could translate it to that as well and get them to hold you. so we've done a lot of that which has been great because we're working on shuffle steps and low sweeps and and um stringing together movements which is all yeah. good stuff yeah i think for me what that means is when we go back to full training the the gap, if we don't do anything, the gap between where we were and where we come back to will be enormous. And it mm -hmm. keeps that gap much shorter. Yeah. So if we're training that and that's kind of fresh and it's, you know, practicing your kata fairly regularly, just keeping it moving in your head. Mm -hmm. When you go back, you can leave that to one side for a little while and we can focus all our efforts on sparring and getting back into partner work. Yeah. Definitely. You know, so we can focus our efforts there because everything else will be a bit more current. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. so so we've been, yeah, I mean, some people might not know who Andy Allen is. So, I mean, those things would be like shuffle steps, hook punch, hook punch, jab punch, front kick. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll link Andy's and Les's um, channels and all that in the description as well. And go back and listen to our podcast. We've, we've spoken to both of them on here. So if yeah. you haven't listened to that, they're both really good, good chats. Yeah. Um, I think we're speaking to Les again soon, aren't we? Yeah, he has asked us um, if um, to to have a little chat with him soon. So we hope that that comes off, as that'd be okay. lovely. Yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, be very very nice indeed. Mm. I do so. want to say actually, I saw. I didn't comment on this because I'm learning not to, to to engage. But uh, I saw Les put up a video of Ten Show, where he'd done it at speed, um, and apparently people gave him some shit for it, and said you're missing the point of Ten Show Kata, blah blah blah. <sighs> Shut up. Just be quiet. Like it winds me up. That does. Like don't. Like anyone that knows Les knows he is a very good martial artist. He knows what he's doing. Like, if he puts a video up of him where he clearly says, this is me experimenting with a cutter for this reason, mm. don't comment on it and say you don't know what you're talking about. No. It, well, it just winds me up. 
I think I think the idea of saying you are doing it wrong, you do not yeah. understand, is yeah. is a, a really unfortunate take. Yeah. As you say to somebody with his level of experience, yeah. I think going to somebody like that and saying I don't understand, can mm. you explain that? Can you explain me? it to me? Yeah. Please explain that to me because everything I've ever heard tells me that that seems wrong. So, but I would love to know. Yeah. Why you're coming but he out knows. That angle. He knows what. Delighted to explain. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what Ten Show is about. He knows the reason. But you know, it's no different than taking Nihanshi or Teki and doing it slow. Yeah. You know, if I posted a video of me doing Teki super slow, and someone goes, "That's not how Teki's supposed to be done," like, well, yes, we know, but this is just doing it a different way. But you don't need to make comments like that about someone who knows what they're doing. No, you don't. I think it's a better, a better, more useful mm. way to come at it. It's like, please explain it to me and tell me. Yeah. Again, it's just, you know, people on the internet. I think it often is the, the people on the internet kind of thing. But, yeah, I think an open mind when it comes to trying to learn things. <laughs> it's rare in karate, <laughs> an open mind. <laughs> Is it, it, really is, is it still? Do you not think it's opening up? It is, but I think that's also the community we involve ourselves in. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we purposefully interact with people, with like-minded people, so we are going to see more people with an open mind. If you step outside that group, there's still a hell of a lot of people without that open mind. Right. Um, yeah, because that's one thing I was starting to think. I was like, oh, yeah, people are starting to think the same as we do and I was like well actually maybe not it's just kind of the, the people we talk to now okay. and that we interact with um yeah did you see one of a very famous karate youtuber's recent videos no I'll send you it so basically it was a uh, we can put this in if you want I don't care bring them on um so Chinte it was it was a video about kind of the three was it the three biggest mistakes people make? Some, I, it was something like that. I can't remember. But anyway, it was talking about how when Kata went for competition, it was important that it started and ended on the same spot, right? Yes. And so he was talking about a Kata called Chinte, which I don't. you've probably seen. I know you don't know it, but you've probably seen that in Shotokan ends with three backwards bunny hops. <laughs> Yes, Which, we've gone through it in class, and you—we have, yeah. You've shown me one of the the reasons for it, a kind of well, quite no, murderous. No, no, Sue, it's not a reason. The only reason is because it had to end up on the same spot. Oh. Well, you know, which is fine. That's I—I I would agree with that absolutely. So in this video, um, that was explained, and it was said, you know, and some people have tried to come up with ridiculous applications for this movement. Um, it wasn't so much what they said; it was the way they kind of said it. Like I was going to say some ridiculous applications for such. Like we know, like everyone's well aware that the movement was likely that reason because Shotokan's the only style that does those bunny hops. But that doesn't mean you can't make use of it. You know, even if this wasn't the original intention, we may as well use it because we do it. Otherwise, we may as well just not do it. Because I don't know. When you when I practice Shinto, I feel like a right tit doing those bunny hops at the end. <laughs> it just looks ridiculous. It's a really good end to the kata as well. You like you like 
throw a shot at your hand, you're like, big key eye, you pull back slow into this, and then it's bounce, bounce, bounce. And it's like, oh my God. So it makes sense to add some application to it. Mm. It's just like dragging the corpse back to the box that you've got ready for it. Yeah, yeah. The other one is you have your hands and legs tied together and you're jumping over, you're jumping away from the enemy. That's right. Even mm-hmm. though you've just been throwing punches. Miraculously, yeah. <laughs> in that half a second, the corpse... They caught your hand and legs tied and tied you up. <laughs> you're yeah. now hopping backwards. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, I just thought... I'll link the video in the description. People can watch it and make their own decisions. Um, that is a lot of controversy in that community recently. I feel. Yeah. People are being thrown out left and right. Really? From yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, that's Les true. is now expelled. <laughs> yeah. Serves you right, Les, for doing ten show wrong. How dare you? <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> It's a nice chatter, actually. I like it. Yeah, I've never learnt it. Um, Um, I've got a step-by-step video for you that uh, I could show you now. Absolutely. Yes, please. I'd like to learn it. It seems like a very relaxing um, chatter to do. I think that that Les is putting together some tutorial on that. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, Which is, you know, brilliant. We're showing it all broken down. Yeah. Really nicely, which is uh, which is fantastic. Nice. Forward to seeing that. Yeah. Um, Outside of um, the club, what have you been? Have you been doing any home training other than obviously, you know, the online lessons have stopped. So what's what's been happening? Well, I feel kind of. I don't know. I I went through a bit of a funny one about a month or so ago. I don't know if you find this or if anyone else has found this. Um, I went to put on Facebook to like, right, you know, have a look around and see what else I want to do. And um, when I did, it was just wall to wall information. It seemed like every single person I knew had videos and tutorials Mm -hmm. and um, all of them are completely brilliant. Les, Andy, the bastards, um, Chris Hansen, yeah. Um, Jamie Club. I'd love to get so, Chris Hansen on actually. It would be really of, Yeah, I really like the stuff he's doing. Mm. Yeah, anyway, carry on. I know, I was just going to say, I just hit overload. And yeah, I, no, I, I, I agree. Yeah. You kind I of could, see it and you go, well, I don't, where do I start? I, I just Which could, is a good thing and a bad thing because it's good to have all those resources out there because they're not going anywhere. They're on, you know, Yeah. they're in the cloud. I got, I hit overload, I couldn't cope. Turned it off, couldn't go back. Just Turned off, ate some cake. I did eat a considerable amount of cake. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's all so I've done. Kind of, if anyone else has kind of hit overload and just turned off from it, it was, and I think it's also just um, in the UK at the moment, we might be going, you know, we're kind of turning a corner, we're looking at winter and, you know, mm. more down, and it just, it just all became a bit much, I think. Yeah, it's all a bit up in the air at the moment, a bit uncertain, isn't it? Yeah, so um, I think I just did, perhaps didn't have quite the resources and we were back doing outdoor training. So mm-hmm. I thought, right, okay, well, I'm just going to chill into my outdoor training for a bit and um, starting to get a bit more of a groove back and realised that I'd got properly unfit. So what yeah, I started to do, yeah, have you? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fat and unfit <laughs> now. Um, 
which isn't good. But I'm 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 slowly trying to get back. I'm doing a hundred press ups a day. Are you actually thir- doing a hundred every single day? Yes. Wow. For thirty days. Someone at work was doing it and they said, You should do it. And I said, All right, yeah, sweet. So yeah, I'm enjoying that. How many can can you do one hundred all at the same time now? No. Absolutely not. To be honest, I, I got to a point where I was doing about fifty to fifty five straight off. Yeah. But now I'm kind of breaking them up into sets of 20 where I do them slower and I really try and kind of squeeze at the top to actually feel everything working. Because I find if I just go through them, my shoulder starts to hurt because I don't focus too much on where the tension is. So, yeah, I'm just mixing it up. I'm enjoying it, though. It's good. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try and at least do um, a cutter a day, I've decided as well. Just, yeah. you know, just one, just to run through and you know that's funny you should say that because in the last four or five days i've started doing that as well have you yeah one a day just run through it and so the first one i tried was hey i'll go down and uh, and i realized i couldn't remember it oh sue i should come over there and slap you for that no, feel free really. feel free i'll get my gloves ready <laughs> um, but uh i, but no, I, I, just, I went blank in the middle just yeah like, no, it's easily done not entirely sure but I think having that little break from constant, I think it was almost like a frantically trying to keep training so I didn't yeah. lose anything. Mm-hmm. Letting go of that and just chilling in to just like showing up every week mm-hmm. I think has been helpful. So I managed to find a more chilled out perspective to it, which was, do you know what? There's um, a YouTube channel that was my friend when I first started training. And I think it's Shotokan Sensei. I think that's his name. I really like his channel. I'll I'll find it for yeah. you. And you can link it. We'll link it. Yeah, I don't. I may have seen it. I don't know. You, you may well have done. It's obviously well well known. But it's if you put in Heian whatever commentary, it's him on his own, and he he is one of the best people I've ever seen at doing a commentary that makes sense. Okay. The videos are maybe like four minutes long. And yeah. the character is broken down completely, seen from one or two angles, nice and simple. And you can just, um, so I was stuck on Hey Go Down the other day. So I thought, well, you know, there's no point getting upset about it. It's perfectly logical. You haven't practiced this in months. I went back and just like cleaned up the bit that I couldn't remember. So, okay, mm. fine. Just, yeah, just good idea. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've started doing, I was really stiff as well so i've gone back to doing yoga my favorite youtube channel for that yeah you've sent me um some links i'm going to try and get into it because my flexibility is shocking yeah shockingly well, bad I, th- I think it's really good for flexibility but it's also good for strength i find my um my quads don't seem to have been as strong perhaps because i've been sitting a lot more than i would normally be so i find yoga just um you know i don't pick anything particular they're just 20 minute videos and just do what comes up and things that I could do easily six months ago I can't do mm. so every morning as soon as I get up 20 minutes of yoga and get things supple again mm. that's um, one thing I need to try like I suck at the moment at getting up in the mornings yeah like I've been doing a lot of really early shifts like I'm getting up at like quarter to four in the morning and stuff like that and I can I can get up then because I have to because if I don't then I won't get up. Whereas, you know, 
Now, even this morning, it was like, what time are we going to do this? Okay, sweet. My alarm goes off and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Mm. And then once I'm up, I'm good. It's just getting up. Once I'm up, I'm fine. Yeah. So I need to get back into the habit of my alarm goes off. I get up. I get on with the day. I find the best thing is um, morning routines. Morning mm. routines are are so important. And if you can find something that you enjoy to do first thing in the morning, doesn't matter what it is, but something when you go, oh, you know, whether it's something you're going to eat or something you're going to do, you know, if you if you really love yoga, then great. You know, you know, you're going to do 15 minutes and or if you really like to meditate and you can find a nice video for that. And all you mm. all you have to do is make a cup of tea and sit on a blanket and listen to it. If that's and if that's something that you enjoy or reading a book or listening to something, you know, recommend finding something you actually like. Mm. It helps the morning go faster easier yeah. i used to, i used to be really good at getting up and um i used to have loads of time before and get ready for work and i wouldn't rush and whereas now I, it's kind of like a mad scramble to get ready and leave <laughs> which is then it takes me a while to get into the day but yeah i do think the early mornings don't help but you know here's what it is yeah, well if you're doing that a lot you must be tired yeah yeah do you find getting back into exercise does do you think that your energy levels have been you know affected because you're feeling fat and unfit oh uh, absolutely you, yeah you know you're feeling fit and light just just uh you know for me i don't know about you but i find if i'm feeling fit and light my energy levels are way my mm. my positivity levels are way higher as well yeah for sure um when i'm feeling fat and fit and everything else is difficult as well you know good you know something's great but something's uh, you know just just the way the world is a bit hard right now mm. that just brings you down much harder and faster if you're not always also feeling yeah definitely energetic yeah yeah so come on then Dwayne. what would be your top tips for people who are feeling like us or need to get themselves feeling fit and light again get themselves on a program what would you do what would i do yeah what, what's um, your suggestion eat a lot of cake no um <laughs> i mean what i'm doing i mean i can only speak from what i'm doing now I'm, I'm back in the gym and i'm not going mad heavy weights or anything like that because i just can't at the moment um so i'm just trying to do just two or three times a week in the gym full body or, or an upper and lower or full body routine just to get the muscles working again um and little bits of cardio even if it's just 10 minutes here and there just to slowly try and increase because i know if i go all in straight away then i'm going to be a wreck and then i'll have to stop for a week or two and then i'll be back at square one so i'm trying to just ease myself into working out a bit more again yeah um so yeah that's what i would say if you haven't done anything don't go mad don't look at like you know if you're going to the gym don't look at bodybuilding routines and go this is what i'm going to do straight off because you're going to end up in bits and you'll tear something or pull something and yeah you're no good
So yeah, that's my advice. And what about cardio? Um, I mean, to be honest, if you if you're training, if you're back training karate wise, you're probably getting a lot of cardio from that. Um, but honestly, if if you're at the gym, even just walk, I just like walking on a treadmill, a high incline. To be honest, I prefer like just slower and a little bit longer for cardio. Um, and I do like doing inter high intensity intervals as well. So yeah, what, what you, cardio, you just got to find what you, you fancy. I love using the bag, obviously. For mm. me, it's probably the best because I like hitting things. And yeah, I'm not a member of a gym. And I didn't know if gyms were allowing people to use a heavy bag. So I'm wondering what no, I No, I haven't been using a gym. I, I've, got, I've got a bag in the, at home. You've got a bag, haven't you? Yeah, a stand-up one. Which, they're, to be honest, they're worth the money. So if you've got room for one, I would get one. I haven't got room for one. No. No, it's, it's, not, um, it's not really. There, there's nowhere I could put it where it would be safe. What about a wall-mounted Makiwara? No. Will you punch through the wall if you hang one up? I don't know. Are they? Could, can you? No, I don't think so. I really want to get on a heavy bag. I really want to try one, but I don't know. I yeah, have I mean, to. I mean, mine's not, mine's not heavy. Can. That's for sure. Um, so I well, can't. You know, something that I can punch or kick. I have a look around and see if there's something because I miss that so much. Mm. You know, when we're in class and we're doing um, the drills that we were talking about. It's, it's almost painful to me <laughs> not to be able to go kick something hard. I know. Hey, but you know what? You're experiencing what a lot of traditional karateka have experienced for the last 70 years. You're not... What's that? I think someone's doing work next door. Oh, okay. Get the shit out of me. Anyway, I hope that doesn't come through too loudly for everyone. No. Very rude of them, really. We're recording our award-winning podcast and they decide to do work. I don't know who they think they are. Exactly. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been... Um, yeah, so what do you mean? Because people haven't done it or because people have been frustrated because they weren't allowed to do it? I mean, it was just a, a joke, you know. People haven't... People have just spent 70 years up and down in lines not hitting anything. No. Yeah. No. Well, I miss it. Yeah, miss me too. It. I'm going to have I mean, to find I'm... something I can kick. Yeah. Hitting a bag's great, but I way prefer someone holding a focus on it because you get that feedback from the person. Yeah. Of, you know, that was a good shot. Another one, you know, I, I, I prefer that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a bag. I'll see what I can do about that. I'll try and find something. I will let you all know if I find a way. You've got just you've got focus mitts. Have you got focus mitts? No. Do you not? No. I'll give you some. Okay. I'll bring you some. I'll make sure they're all sanitised and clean because I've got tons. So you can have a pair, and then you can do some of Ian's drills, solo focus mitt drills. Oh, he has done recently. Um, He's developed a cutter, hasn't he? He has developed a cutter. Now I shared it on our Facebook page, I think. Um, I wasn't able to attend the seminar, but that does look really interesting. Um, mm. So I don't know. I'm sure um, that if you join his app. I'm on the app. It's all on there now. Yeah. So you can go back and you can. Go back and attend, can, virtually attend that seminar. Yeah, which I'm going to do. Um, 
because yeah, it does look really good. I really like some of Ian's stuff that he's put on. Yeah, if you but yeah, the, if you're not a member of Ian's app, it's really worth it. It's brilliant. Yeah, just look up Ian Abernethy online on Facebook or his website or anything like that. It's all on there. And it's an app that you just send a message and you get permission to be there. It's, what is it, a couple of pounds a month? I think it's like six pounds. Six pounds. Basically, it's like the same as a Netflix subscription, I think. Yeah. It's really not, it's not a lot. Bunkai information, loads of breakdowns, loads of videos. My favourite thing he's done is he's, um, he's doing uh, in-depth Bunkai, which is basically just recordings from his seminars. And he'll yeah. put up a part a week um and they're fantastic it's just like being at the seminar and it's it's way different to watching a youtube clip of him running through the drill um you get every kind of breakdown why you're doing this um he's done one for mp or wanshu he's done one for unsu uh he's done one for so chin he's done one for gankaku or chinto and he's doing one now for for kankudai Kishanku and yeah, they're really good. That is worth the money alone for me. Mm. Um, yeah, so I would really recommend getting it. Yeah, give it a try. Or maybe suspend your Netflix subscription for one month and give it whoa, a whoa, go. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Only if you've watched Cobra Kai. You can watch, um, you can take out if, um, I'm, I'm thinking of all those people who are saving money now for Christmas. Mm. You can take out two months premium subscription to youtube um as a trial and uh is it still on youtube is it cobra kai the premium um no, it's on, on, netflix. Premium. It's on I, netflix now i know it is i know it is but i don't know if that means that they've taken it off youtube oh i don't know i assume okay. it did I'm, i may be wrong i'm not sure okie dokie right well i don't know then I okay know. or just do what i did when it first came out What's and that? just download it from the internet from somewhere not endorsing criminal activity obviously <coughs> but yeah it's straight on <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah it's worth watching though it, it was it was great fun yeah it was yeah. it was great fun joe's been watched joe's now finally watched it and every time we go to class joe, <laughs> joe's like i need to talk about cobra kai that's right that's right. No mercy, yeah. but that's not yeah. okay, kids. Yeah. It's like that's how he does it in right, this is the bit where he says no mercy. So do it like there's no mercy. But obviously that's not okay in real life, so don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I watched um last <laughs> night. I don't know if uh, this is my um my geeky nerdy side coming out, but there's a channel on YouTube called there's one called Cinema Sins. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, no. which is basically where they watch films and they pick out everything that's bad about it and they a point for everything bad and then they get a, a score at the end really funny and someone in response to that made cinema wins where they do everything great about um a certain film and the cinema wins guy just put up the original karate kid yesterday and it's really good so i'll link that as well it's worth watching but all of their stuff it, both of the channels cinema sins is really funny because they'll take even like really good films and just find stupid stuff yeah um, and cinema wins is just someone who appreciates film yeah and just yeah it's just really good yeah that sounds brilliant yeah so the karate kid one's very good yeah 
Um, on a completely different thing, another thing that I've been watching, totally unrelated to any kind of karate, is a YouTube channel, a couple of kids called Twins the New Trend. I think I've seen this. That I've went heard of them. absolutely stratospheric. It's a couple of kids in America who have, I mean, they are genuinely young teenagers, I think. I'm not sure what age they are. I'm going to guess at like, I don't know, maybe somewhere around about 17 years old. Mm. Um, but they, they went global when they, basically, they people send in songs that they really think that they should listen to. And they listen to them live um, and record their reaction to it. Mm. And um, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins was the one that, 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 that sort of trended around the world because they were like, man, that's amazing. It just like, when it absolutely explodes that yeah. song towards the end, they're like, who the hell does that right at the end of a song? That's insane. And um, and then when they played Nirvana, he played it for a, for about twenty seconds, and he stopped and he had his hand on his heart. He said, "Man, why am I hurting?" <laughs> <laughs> we'll link that just, in the description as well. Oh my god, they're brilliant! They're so good. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do like reaction videos. Are quite funny. I do, I do quite like watching reaction stuff there's a um a series a channel that i've watched before where they're they're watching cobra kai for the first time oh, and they're really? reacting as they watch it's really good yeah i guess no 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 they're not no 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 they're just guys they they literally it's their job now so they they react to stuff they got like millions of subscribers and they do a series every so often and now they're doing cobra kai <clears throat> so yeah oh cool sort of like goggle books but interesting yeah, I like Gogglebox, though. Do you? I do, yeah. I quite like it. I find it quite funny. Yeah. I quite like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I do. I don't mind it. It's normally how I kind of sit there and I go, oh, that looks interesting. I'm going to watch that. Right. Yeah. All the things I do when I should be training. You could, you could, do, um, you could do yoga while you watch it. I could. You sit on the floor and stretch. I could. That's what Joe would say. Mm -hmm. He would. And he'd be wrong because I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> no, I would try. I'll try. Right. Well, it seems like we've got some good plans there for everyone to get fit. Yeah, get fit. Uh, Join us on Guessing Fit. I can't even run across the field anymore at the moment without getting breathless, which is just so depressing because last, we said the other day, last October, we were both like... I was yeah, in shape for my grading under Ian. I was in some good shape. So I have, I am going to be able to, but I need to get myself in cardio, you know, decent cardio shape again. I've never been a runner. Not I'm not a runner at all. No. But um, I think I need to find a bag and see if I can punch it a few times, you know, see how fast it is. I, I, I really like Andy Allen's high intensity videos. The 15 minute workout ones are great and they will get your heart rate up. Oh, yeah, they will. Yeah. And, and it's, it's martial arts. So it's, it's stuff you, you haven't got to think about. Oh, that sounds bad. But you know, you know what I mean? It's, it's muscle memory for you. Like me, when I do it, it's just, you know, you're throwing punches and kicks, you know what you're doing. It's just a case of having someone there to tell you, right, you're going to go fast for now, 
I want you to slow down now. You're going to do this fast. Now you're going to slow down. Now you're going to do this. I really like them. So, okay. so guys, that's how you get fit. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, what we need to do is we need to have some kind of commitment. Mm. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to commit right here and right now to carry on doing yoga. And I can't do 100 press-ups. I can barely do five. Okay. So I'm going to commit to doing five a day yeah I'm not going to try and do more that's what i'll do and i already mm -hmm. do sit-ups but i will commit to doing 40 sit-ups a day mm -hmm. i will by the next time we come on i'll have started doing andy's workouts 15 minute ones let's say three a week that's good I'll, i will commit to that here and now publicly sweet what about you uh i'm going to stay in the gym i'm going to keep doing 100 <laughs> press-ups a day I'm going to keep doing my kata and uh, yeah, I'm going to try and get back to the old ways. This is basically, we're about to hit the last quarter of this year. Mm. So if you think about this, people are starting to say, oh my God, it's nearly the end of the year. Don't think about that. There is a quarter of a year. In a quarter of a year, you can do an awful lot of stuff. Yeah. So anyone who listens to this, if they want to share a commitment that they want to make for their fitness or their karate mm. go ahead and do it and share it and publicize it on our facebook page. or if you don't do facebook you can send us a message um some other way or on facebook and instagram and uh, if you want to do that anonymously that's also cool we can just share it with an anonymous name yeah. so go yeah. ahead make your commitment to getting yourself fit for the last four quarter of the year go do, for it. It. do it do it. I'm going to go to the gym right now once we finish this. Right, you go to the gym. I'm going to go make a cup of tea and then I will run. Um, I'm going to do some Andy Allen high intensity interval training. Do it. Okay, right. everybody. Thanks for listening. Take care. Check out the Take website, care. all this. She's yeah. worked hard on it. So go and check it out and leave a nice message. We'll see you next time. See you next time.